uh, we just learned an exclu- exclusively <laughs> that uh, and Hinkley that Keith Ellison and Chantel Sings will be collaborating and that uh, Keith Ellison will be doing the rap version of that. <laughs> what was the inspiration behind that decision and uh, what will be the first track that you'll be releasing, Mr. Attorney General? All I want to say is fake news. Fake news. <laughs> fake news? <laughs> right, he switched up quick. <laughs> it's not what he said offline. <laughs> I told you it was a green room conversation. Right. <laughs> Love it. Attorney General Keith Ellison. <laughs> he worked, cl- you probably didn't know this, but two years ago, he worked closely with the Minnesota Department of Education as they provided uh, information on suspicions of fraud and other evidence and information. They supplied this to the FBI because the Department of Education uncovered just some uh, unseemly things that they thought were going on. And you started working on this two years ago. What was the the first lead that came into your office that led you to go go into a full-blown 24-month investigation? Well, the first thing was that the just the precipitous growth, just the unusual growth in this particular organization did not justify, you know, what we knew uh, made sense, right? So, you know, whenever you see an organization going from serving, being pretty small to being extraordinarily big and demanding a lot, you know, you want to know at least why. And then when they didn't want to tell us why, that's when we got suspicious. We're talking about feeding our future, and Amy Bach was his founder. And uh, so, in in doing so, you've caught. Do do you get the the idea that uh, people in Minnesota just don't understand how serious this is? With all, I've seen a lot of back and forth on this. Do we just not understand how serious of a case this is? Well, I think that what happened is that the case got caught up in the political process. I see. And some people just didn't want the truth out obscurity and make sure that they and did all they could to muddy the waters but the truth stands clear 50 indictments five people have already said guilty but you should know this is 100 people 100 federal agents involved in this investigation four uh four different agencies uh department of justice fbi irs uh the the post u.s postal service uh three continents multiple languages um Really? My, you know, poli- yeah, political opponents wanted to make it seem simple, but it really was very complicated, and uh, it took a lot of work to unearth this fraud. Yes, massive fraud, uh, the fraud of the federal government of more than $250 million that was supposed to feed hungry children during COVID-19, but instead this money was diverted to personal use, including luxury items. And uh, you issued a statement saying that you you congratulated all these entities coming together to investigate this, and it's still not over. How long before the actual court proceedings actually take place? Well, it's, it's, it's not exactly clear, right? These court proceedings have a tendency to, to they don't always go at a quick pace, right? So we use this 50 people indicted. 50 people indicted, mm-hmm. and all of them have to be processed through the court. Five have already pled guilty and are cooperating, and so that will speed things up. But we could be dealing with this next year, <laughs> you know, very easily. Man, everybody, we're talking with Attorney General Keith Ellison. You've been busy. You've shut down a student loan uh, debt settlement company just in the last few days. 
Yeah, we sure did. And we also uh, resolved a lawsuit with Google because they were deceptively tracking people's location data. Hmm. So we sued them because they lied about it and were not, uh, were not transparent about it. And then they would sell your location data. Uh, and so then, and, and they would not, they would not admit it. So we, when we finally proved that they were doing it, we ended up settling that case with them with multi-million dollars privacy settlement, eight million coming back to the state of Minnesota. Wow, a lot going on in your office. So what? Your your election seemed particularly contentious this time around. What was it? Yeah. What do you think resonated with the uh, state of Minnesota that got you back into the chair, serving the state as attorney general? I think people want a consumer protector looking out for them in their pocketbooks. I mean, we've returned thousands, hundreds of thousands back in wage theft. We've stood up for tenants. We stood up for people who are victim, consumers, victims of, uh, of, of fraud of all kinds. Uh, and so, you know, I think people want to be able to call someone when that massive company is not being fair to you. You know, you, you don't want to be at the tender mercy uh, of, of that company because what my opponent was saying is that he was going to shut down the consumer group and turn everybody to a criminal prosecutor. And so he said he wanted 36 new prosecutors. Now, the bottom line is, in Minnesota, crime for 150 years has been prosecuted locally. And so the local prosecutors don't need the attorney general to take every case. They need us to take certain cases when they need a little extra help. Uh, but what my opponent was saying is because of the pandemic-related crime spike, we were going to uh, basically explode, you know, the uh, the number of criminal prosecutors and usurp and override the role of the local prosecutor. And I think people saw through it, you know. Wow! So they saw that it was it was it was basically it was really Horton fear mongering, you know. And some of y'all who don't know who Horton is, you might want to look him up on your search engine. I don't prefer anyone, uh, and but that search engine will show show you that this is a 1990s racially uh it was sort of like what they call dog whistle politics right they you know where they try to make people think that they conjure up people's most racist based fears with crime mm. yeah wow. uh, i'm surprised you're it calling was, it what 67, it is 67 pastors came out and denounced the ads uh and saying that they were they were race-based race baiting and scurrilous ads, you know. So people just said, well, no, we're not going to do that. Have you had a chance to talk to your opponent since the election? Yeah, and he very was very polite and that he called me after it was clear that I won. And he, uh, you know, he said, you know, congratulations. And I thank him for that because, uh, you know, that took some character. Wow. So what can Minnesotans expect, and not only Minnesota, but you're connected with all the attorneys generals across the United States and federally. What can we expect here in Minnesota from your office going forward for this next four years? Aggressive support of the, of the Minnesota consumer, the, consumer, the Minnesota farmer, the Minnesota tenant. If you are having problems with landlord-tenant, give us a call right now. We're in the middle of a lawsuit with Havenbrook Homes. Because they have done some things that were not fair to people. Uh, we, we're, if you are a victim of waste theft, we want to know about it. 
But it's our job to make sure that people live by the law, live by the rules, play fair. You know, so that's and, and so that's what they can expect of us. I believe that it's my job to help people afford their lives and live with dignity, safety, and respect. So whether it's pharmaceutical drugs like insulin or the opioid companies or even or even some of the companies like ExxonMobil who have done deceptive things around climate change and lied about it, we're going to be making sure that Minnesota consumers are treated with fairness. Well, so even student loan, people try to take our money? Student loans. Student loans, absolutely student loans. Um, we're going to be we're going to be at we're going to be vigilant in defense of our of our uh, of our folks who who need a hand because I mean if when you think about you know being treated unfair by a multinational giant company where you call and you just never get anyone and no one listens and you never get anywhere. Wouldn't it be nice to know you can call the attorney general's office and say, "Oh, I can get a hand. I can get somebody to help me." That That's so what it's important. all about. That is so important. It is. Well, attorney general, we're out of time, but but congratulations. I think this is only the well. No, I I take that back. Congratulations to you on your reelection, and um, it's re- really interesting. We just got through talking with Bobby Champion. It's really interesting. To, that uh, we've got Bobby Champion, the president of the Senate, and you, uh, the lead prosecutor for the entire state of Minnesota, protecting our hard-earned money and making sure that we all have a seat at the table. Thank you so much, and congratulations again. Anytime, and I'll see you over there at Hinkley there. Okay. Can't tell. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> before you go, before you go, I'll can you lay down audience. a quick line? Can you lay down a quick rap? Can you spit one one out for us? Oh, no. <laughs> Chantel sings. Chantel brings. Chantel brings the noise. Peace. <laughs> I'm out. Done. I'm done. That's it for me. That's all I needed. Freddie Bell and Chantel. Mornings on the People Station. The only way to wake up. The only way to wake up. 89.9 KMOJ.